It's Vancouver's podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. I'm Angela Fay, hub builder and co-host of British Columbia's podcasts, part of the Canada's Podcast Network, your source for great insights from entrepreneurs from across Canada. We talk to entrepreneurs who are making it happen here so you can listen, discover, and engage. Good morning. This is Angela Barnard from Canada's Podcast. I'm super excited to have uh, a driven entrepreneur with me today. So I'm going to introduce Miguel Diaz. Miguel is the CEO and founder of Driven Performance Fitness, a fitness transformation center with 250 members based out of Nanaimo, British Columbia. He helps them improve their, his members improve their health, fitness, and mindset. After losing 80 pounds himself, Miguel became a certified personal trainer and a certified fitness nutritionist, dedicated himself to helping others get in shape without depriving themselves. Not only is it a personal journey, but Miguel has also received best personal trainer in the city of Nanaimo in 2017, 2018, 2019. And his business has received the award of Best Fitness Center in 2018 and 19, and the 2019 Small Business of the Year Award from the Greater Nanaimo Chamber of Commerce. A little bit more, Miguel is all about helping people believe in themselves, believe and achieve better health and quality of life through fitness and nutrition. And I got to pull this from his quote, no matter where you are, there is always hope. There's always a way. Do not give up. Does that kind of sum you up, Miguel? That that's bang on, Angie. That's amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much. Awesome. So, Miguel, let's just uh, talk a little bit about you. How did you How did you get here? How did What's your entrepreneurial story? Yeah, you know what? I I've always had the entrepreneurial bug in me um, since I was a kid. I think the first thing that I did. Um, I grew up in Mexico, so the first thing that I did was I wanted a soccer ball, and I borrowed twenty bucks from my grandpa, and I went to the grocery store and I bought as many cans of pop as I could. We didn't know <laughs> pop wasn't that great, right? And I put it in a cooler, I bought a bag of ice and I filled it up and I literally dragged it for blocks, knocking on every single door at like the hottest time of the day in Mexico, right? Asking people if they wanted to buy, you know, one or two or three cans and I'd sell them at a bit of a profit, collect the profit, run back to the store and like keep doing it. <laughs> um, it, it just kind of has always been in me, but... In this particular industry, it really was something that it almost feels like I had no choice. You know, I went through mm-hmm. such a transformation myself, not just physically, but, but mentally and emotionally, uh, pulling myself out of, you know, being uh, overweight and, and feeling, uh, you know, depressed and just not, not feeling on fire about life. You know, and, and this change has been so radical. Of course, it's taken years, but it felt like I had no choice. Like I had to share this with, with people and with others struggling. So here we are six years later. Um, in five days, it'll be our sixth uh, anniversary. And we're growing more than ever and changing lives. Awesome. Congratulations on this six-year mark. That's pretty Thank momentous. You. Tell me about the work that you do. Tell me about the gym, the, the process. What yeah. happens? Who do you, yeah. who so, do you work so with? It's changed a lot over the years, right? When it started six years ago, it was all personal training, you know, one-on-one personal training. And uh, I I had literally just quit my job after a little bit of a taste of what it was like to help people with health and fitness on the Mm -hmm. side. 
all of a sudden I just couldn't stop it. I was like, this is what I'm meant to do with my life. So I literally quit my job without any savings or anything and no, no, no safety net. And I just went right into it. Over time, my role in the business has evolved a lot. Today, I do maybe one hour a week of, of actual training. The rest of the time is, is, is work either supporting my members or uh, working on the business. I have a fantastic team of driven, dedicated, compassionate people without whom this would be not possible at all. Now, in the gym, the way it looks is the vast majority of it is group workouts. Anywhere from, you know, the class that just ended was only like five people, but you can get up there as well. We can fit 30 people here. Sometimes we have two trainers because the classes get, get big, but it is coaching people with the three main pillars of success when it comes to mm. fitness and mindset and all that. So it's fitness, nutrition, and accountability. So it's not just knowing what to do. It's also making sure that you have somebody there to hold you accountable and to support you when, you know, life is throwing you curveballs and you don't feel like doing what, what mm-hmm. you said at the beginning. We help you connect at a deeper emotional level with your goals and really get clear on what's on the line. You know, what are you working for? Is it, to, is it just for you and to, you know, rock a swimsuit in Mexico? Or is it because your children depend on you? And if you are suffering from, you know, cardiovascular diseases at, at 40 or 50, that's going to impact them. So we really help them connect to that so that we can remind them when you don't quite feel like doing it, right? We all, we all go through that. Exactly. I just uh, competed in Tough Mudder and got a little coaching from you on the side. Thank you the morning before. But, uh, you know, the, one of the inspirational quotes there was, you know, when you, when you feel like quitting, remember why you started. That's right. Now, who do you, who do you serve? I mean, that's quite a broad, you know, looking great in a swimsuit versus, you know, maybe dealing with an actual um, disease. Is there, is there a profile of person that you work with? Could you describe that? Uh, what I can tell you is that about 80% of our members are uh, mothers between, you know, 25, 27, and 55. I think there's also, there's also men. And I think a common denominator there is a lot of, a lot of them are parents. Kids are a beautiful thing. Once, once you have a child, your perspective in life changes, right? And you start paying attention to other things that before weren't as important. You want to ensure that you're there, that you can not just be around, but give them a good example and set them up for success in life. But we have wow. a little bit of everything. Um, we have members that are, you know, in their early teens and they're just taking exercise as something that is natural, normal, and not something that you do to fix something that has gone wrong. We also have members that are 70, 71 years old and going strong. So right. uh, Miguel, I'm going to jump to a little bit of where you work. So really from Mexico to Nanaimo, what's your, what's the story there? Yeah, it's crazy. You know, I, I've actually lived in, in, so I grew up in Mexico. Uh, when I was about 21 years old, I lived in Peru for about a year. And that was a fantastic experience. And then I came back, I finished university in Mexico for accounting and finance which has nothing really to do with thing, <laughs> but it sure comes in handy now. And then, you know, when I came to Canada first, I, I visited Montreal and I was like, oh my God, this is beautiful. Mm. And I loved it. 
there, I, I met a wonderful woman and we got married and we had a baby and her family was here. So okay. we came here in order to be near family. Uh, we fell in love with the island, but Vancouver Island is just, it literally has everything to offer without the craziness of, of two-hour traffic and, and any of that, right? Yes. So it, it, really, it really hit that balance between a great place to raise a family and a place where you can work hard and, and hustle and you can put 16-hour days if that's, if that's your jam and still be home in 10 minutes, you know right. what I mean? So that, 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 was, that was then, and, and you know, life is very different now. I separated from, from my son's uh, mom, and we're good friends now, and I uh, remarried, and now I have another little one. Wow, uh, cool. And life is, life is just, sometimes it's, it's hard to believe how blessed we are. Wow, fantastic. Okay, I've got to ask, how old are your kids, both kids? Uh, so my son is 12, okay. and my daughter is almost four. Awesome, congratulations. Yeah. Wow. So there was definitely a family connection here in Nanaimo, which is yeah. quite often how people get settled, especially once they've, once they've got a family. As a, as a parent here, can you give us some inside scoop on kind of the favorite places to take your kids? Yeah. You know, I'm kind of a homebody, but when I, so <laughs> where do I take my son? I take him to the gym and we come to <laughs> exercise uh, on the weekends, but we really enjoy uh, Westwood Lake, just going around the lake and, and walking is such a, it's such a beautiful place. Uh, it's so quiet. The water is just beautiful. You have the mountains. It's just amazing, right? Or you, you go down to the waterfront and you walk the, the, oh, it's just so beautiful and calming. And there's, you know, so many beautiful people walking their pets or with their families. I, I just love the vibe wherever you go. And that leads me to a perfect segue. When you're on your own, how do you personally recharge, Miguel? What, where where do you go? How do you do it? So my journey in fitness definitely started from being overweight. I definitely approached fitness as a way to fix something that I wasn't happy with. And, and you know, I don't, um, I don't bash uh, people that, that that's how they feel. You know, I need to... Mm-hmm. I guess I need to do something to fix however I'm feeling because that's what got me started. Now, the gym is my therapy. It, 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 it absolutely, I don't have to do it at 5 a.m. anymore, but I come here and I work out with my members. I'm right in the class with them, sweating next to them. And, uh, and by 6 a.m., I'm, I'm so full of energy and ready to, to, to go at it. Now, if I... I thrive on alone time, maybe like many mm-hmm. entrepreneurs. And, and I always make sure that I carve some alone time during the week. That usually for me is Thursdays. And maybe it's just me putting on a podcast and, and walking Westwood Lake or, you know, sitting down with my journal and writing down, just doing like a brain dump, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a nice combination of, of alone time and then together time for all the energy in the room. Well, and I'm just going to highlight that podcasts and journaling are your two, <laughs> two yeah. it's kind of alone time therapies, right? Yeah, and, I and ironically, mine too. So that's something we share in common. Can you give me an idea of what your day looks like? We talked about getting up early, doing some gym time, and mm-hmm. you're energized. What else does your day look like? Yeah, so my, my most productive hours of the day are before 9 a.m. So okay. 5 a.m. I'll do my workout, and then from 6 a.m. to 9, that's when I really try to get 
my most important things done. Monday is usually a day that I devote to supporting my members. So I may be here from, well, either here or at home, but communicating with members, whether it's video call or in person, it may be from 9 a.m. till 7 p.m. That's my, that's my Monday. Tuesday is more of a team day where we have our weekly team meeting and we spend a good hour, hour and a half. Then um, we all get together, just the, the, my, my team and I, and we clean up the gym ourselves. Like we wipe everything down. We just power through it with music or something. And then that's it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm done for the day. I may have a meeting with my manager. Wednesdays and Thursdays are kind of the days that I set aside for me to work on the business. So that may just be me and my computer, you know, and, uh, and I may be looking at our goals, uh, our accountabilities, making sure that everybody is well supported. That really is my job now to support people, whether it's my members or my team. Uh, at the end of the day, that's, that's what I can do for them, right? We're blessed in the sense that we just went to Maui, my wife and I, and we were there for only about a week. But the gym didn't skip, didn't skip a beat. We came back right. to yes. our members and when we left, everything was perfectly fine. So, so really my job now is just to support everybody and to add value wherever I can. One thing I would like to add, because I know it's, it's part of your business structure and story, but that uh, almost all your employees are actually past clients. Yeah, that's right. Right? I mean, how much more enrolled (laughs) could you possibly get, right? You know what? We've been super just, again, blessed in in the sense that our members are always asking, hey, is there an opening? Like, could I? Like, Just because maybe they've experienced a transformation. They see what it's done for them. and, And once you experience that, it's really difficult to not want to help other people mm-hmm. get there, right? Right, so, right. So it's, it's amazing. Now, and it sounds to me like, I mean, you're, you know, you've got quite a little framework and tight framework that you work within, but obviously when I think as an entrepreneur in business, it's impossible to not to keep tabs on what's happening in your industry and your in sector. So if you could share, what do you think are insights that another entrepreneur in the sector, whether they're a fitness trainer, or they own a gym or something like that. What are some of the trends that, that you're aware of that, you, that you'd like others to be aware of? Yeah. So what I see happening is personal training has gone from being the majority of what, you know, I mean, people were, everybody was able to afford personal training, you know, five years, 10 years ago. And, and, and things are changing a lot. And there's a lot of options for people, right? And we're busier than ever. So we want access to our coach as whenever we need it, right? Like on demand. Right. So when, when you add all of that up, what's going to happen is, is personal training and potentially even group personal training is going to end up getting commoditized. And some of the big gyms are already, you know, implementing their classes. And of course, you know, one thing is the classes, smaller uh, fitness businesses like like ours, that's not our business. Our business is the relationships that we create with our members. You know, it's 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 easy for somebody to show up and run a workout. That's the very tip of the iceberg. Mm-hmm. Where there's value is in knowing these people deeply and caring for them, and knowing that maybe. Amy struggles with her knee and maybe Tana has a right shoulder mm-hmm. that gives her trouble, right? And for us to remember, keep it in the back of our minds, even though we're in a class with, you know, 15, 20 people, 
and be like, hey, watch that shoulder. You know, we keep that in here. And if you are in this industry, the easiest way to make sure that as things get commoditized, you're not, you know, forgotten or erased from the map is really to not make it about you, to make it about the client. One of the, one, the first piece of advice that I got when I told a friend of mine who was a personal trainer and I communicated to him that I was going to become a personal trainer in Nanaimo. And again, this was like seven years ago. He said, what? That's crazy. Why would you do that? It is the most saturated <laughs> profession in Nanaimo. Like you'll never make it. That and realtors, but yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, you know, and then I was like, well, you know what? I feel like I have no choice. I have to do this. This is my calling. I should have known to go somewhere else for advice after that kind of advice. But um, I said, and this is quite specific. I said, you know what? I'm thinking of offering like a six-week challenge. And I'm going to offer people their workouts, but also help with nutrition because that's really where it's at. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the advice was, ah, you should not include help with nutrition. You should charge them extra for that. And I remember, you know, thinking and, and, and being like, that doesn't make any sense. It's in my best interest. Like, even if I was just worrying about me, it's in my best interest that they succeed. Otherwise, what does that say about me as a personal trainer? You know, and so I'm glad I didn't listen to that advice. I went and over delivered, you know, like literally it was texting my members and being like, hey, time to eat. Hey, don't forget to drink your water. Hey, like sometimes showing up in their office at around noon and being like, hey, surprise visit. How, what's for lunch? And it was those things. So if I can give one piece of advice to every other uh, person in the industry is don't make it about you. We are not the star. You know, if this was a story, I don't know, I'm kind of a nerd. So I love <laughs> Star Wars. And you know what? Us trainers, we should, we're not Luke. We are Yoda, right? Our client is Luke. They are the hero of the story. We're just there to guide them. And if you lead by that and you get, you know, and if we get our ego out of the way and we really just provide value and aim to make an impact, you change one, one person's lives and that's going to impact their children. Yeah. You know, absolutely. so we need to keep an eye on that because that is really what's going to ensure that you don't go anywhere and that your business thrives. If I had listened to that advice six years ago, somebody else would have had to get that, those, those awards. Very good. Well, and congratulations on your awards, by the way. A few little insights, rapid fire questions. Are you reading a book or could you recommend a, an essential reading for yeah, others? I, I, I'm not a very fast reader, so I do audiobook, okay. audiobooks. And um, I normally get through two or three per month. One of my favorites is Relentless by Tim Grover. Oh, the, it is amazing. He has been a coach to Michael Jordan, to Kobe Bryant, and he really has distilled what it takes to go from good to great to unstoppable. I think that's actually what's right below the title. It's an amazing book. I've read it twice. And do you have any inspirational quotes on your computer or on your wall or your home? Not really up here. Uh, we have a massive sign over there, like literally painted on the wall, like from floor to ceiling that says, do not give up. But you know what? Here it is. I strongly and firmly with conviction believe that every single person is way stronger than we think we are. You know, and all that it takes is for somebody even if it's not yourself, for somebody to believe that about you, 
and then hold that bar and be like, I know you can make it. Show me. And it's amazing what happens when that expectation is there and you know it's coming from a place of love. You rise. And when you realize, holy, I can do something that I never thought I could do, that translates to every other area of your life. And you start questioning, hmm, I never thought I could start my own business, but I also thought that I could never do that. And I just did. So I wonder, you know, it can permeate and impact every other area of Mm, your life. mm, Absolutely. I love that. We share that in common. Miguel, is there anything you'd like to add that we haven't talked about so far? You know, I think, I think at the end of the day, it's all about being self-aware of what makes you happy. You know, in, in, in the fitness industry, it's very easy to portray fitness as a way towards happiness. And it, it's, it's amazing. It is great to live in a healthy body, but without a healthy mind, if you're always constantly surrounding yourself with negativity and you put in the effort to find the negative in things, that's not a, what is the point of living in a healthy, strong body if, if, if you're polluting yourself with that stuff, right? I honestly think we are so blessed to be alive and to live in this time and age that we should, we should lead with a sense of responsibility to make a positive impact on everybody around us. You don't need to be a personal trainer. You can literally just not give room for negativity and aim to put a smile on people's faces. So, time okay, so put a smile on people's faces, but you just made me cry with some of that sentiment. I, I just I love it. I love it. <laughs> and uh, how can people get a hold of you? Yeah, many different ways. Um, we actually have a podcast as well. So you can, uh, it's just called The Driven Podcast and you can find it anywhere, Spotify, iTunes, you name it. Um, on social media, uh, Driven Performance Fitness. And you'll find us in um, Instagram, uh, Facebook, same handle. Miguel, it has been an absolute pleasure. I feel totally energized. I'm looking forward to the day and for our next power walk on the harbor front. You got it. You got it. Thank you so <laughs> awesome. much. Andy. Thanks for joining us, Miguel. You're very welcome. Bye. Take care. Hey there, thanks for taking the time today to listen to British Columbia's podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. We hope you enjoyed the show today. Make sure you sign up for our newsletters and write a review for us on iTunes. Connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, or at canadaspodcast.com. You can check out what other entrepreneurs are doing across the country. I'm Angela Fay. See you next time.